Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Florida Coaches Coalition, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, We Coach, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. Please check out these four great organizations, see what they can do for you. And now, don't fast forward, spend the next three minutes and listen to our podcast sponsors. They are all fantastic products that you should have at your school. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors create world-class marketing content for their school. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any experience. Use our podcast code, ADPOD10, and you'll get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. Go to SidelineInteractive.com, check out their indoor scoring tables and video boards, and then set up a uh, live web demo and see their tables and their boards in action. It's one of the best products I ever purchased as an AD. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. We use Snap Mobile as a fundraiser at our school, and it was just fantastic. And they, they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. Uh, Snap Mobile is also the parent company for Snap Raise which has a variety of suites and platforms designed to help you. Check out snapraise.com to see them all. That's snapraise.com. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. Huddle is going to provide your teams, your coaches, and your athletes the tools that they need to compete at the highest level. It's going to be a professional-grade solution for the challenges that you face. Go to huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online and not just for athletic events, but for things like school plays and concerts, dances, even graduation. And the best thing about Hometown Ticketing, they're going to provide you with a dedicated client success manager that provides you with hands-on support every step of the way. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that's going to highlight your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts. The Wall of Fame is so much more than that. It's an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories that'll better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com right now to check out their products. And when you get ready to order, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake and get 5% off. That's Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration. Final Forms is going to help you prepare for your best season ever, whether you're an athletic director, an IT professional, or even a superintendent. Final Forms can Connect you with your stakeholders, uh, give them reminders about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. 
Final Forms can help your coaches with attendance and communication. And for you as an athletic director, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the forms that come across your desk. You know, to take the next steps and talk to a team that gets it, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake and get started with Final Forms. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack is a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. ADs typically only hear back from that 2%, that squeaky wheel parent or a frustrated student athlete. And we need to hear back from that 2% to affect positive change in our program. But Athletic Surveys connects you with the other 98% that really love and support your program. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to show you how to create a custom survey to allow you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Go to athleticsurveys.com right now and check it out. That's Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We've got a really cool guest today. Our guest is John Sniffen. John was a uh, outstanding uh, high school student, student athlete at my final stopping point as an athletic director, the McClay School in Tallahassee. Um, he has uh, uh, gone on to, uh, I won't say better, but definitely bigger things. Uh, he recently graduated from uh, TCU in Fort Worth. Um spent time there as a student assistant in the athletic department. And he is now uh, a graduate student. He's a uh, graduate assistant in the TCU athletic department. We're going to hear about his high school experience, college, and some of the things he has planned for his career post-college. But John Sniffen, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, it's uh, it's really cool to see this come full circle with you being my uh, athletic director for the majority of high school. So uh, very excited to be here, but well, really to start, um, just in high school, um, grew up playing football, love football. So football was the predominant, uh, sport for me. And, um, as that went on, I think just playing other sports that went along with it. And I think being older now, what kind of makes me think about it is how much I miss it, how much I miss, uh, you know, playing high school sports. Cause it, it does go fast, but um, I think just growing up being an avid sports fan, uh, going to, you know, numerous uh, Florida Gator games with my parents, um, it really just made me love sports. And um, I think in high school that really reflected with um, what I did in the sports, but also kind of off the field too, like you said. Um, I was the president of our key club at McClay. Um, I was the president of our student athlete advisory committee. And I think being in those leadership roles kind of propel you to being familiar with dealing with um, the realm of athletics, if that makes sense to a degree. Um, but it really just made me fall in love with sports even more. And I think that I couldn't pick a better career for what I truly love and what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Well, um, I I've told the story many times. You probably haven't heard this one, but uh uh, growing up, you know, my dad told me once I was working for him on the job site. He's a contractor and I was probably griping about whatever job I was doing. And he said, Jake, you know, the secret to happiness is finding something that you love to do 
and then convincing someone else to pay you to do that. Uh, and he found that in his job. He loved the construction job. And I certainly found that in teaching and coaching uh, for my career. And I'm excited uh, that you're on that path. Let's talk a little bit more about that high school experience for our listeners. You know, the McClay School, it is an independent school. You know, I, I'm saying this without bragging. It's just the fact. It's probably the top academic athletic school in the state of Florida, maybe even on the, the East Coast. Uh, John, you know, you came up through the ranks at McClay, you know, as a student, as an athlete. And also, when you first started playing football at McClay, and again, John was a three-sporter at McClay, but talking about football, that program was still very young. You know, maybe talk about some of those growing experiences, you know, with a young program that you helped uh, get to the playoffs down the road. Right. And I think that, you know, when you are a three-sport athlete, there is a little more ass of you. But really, um, I think playing with my brother, um, you know, we did not win many games. And it was tough. Um, it, it was really tough. And I think that togetherness and that bond, um, it really brought us together towards the end. And in my last year, um, I, think, I think we had a winning record. I think we were six and five. Um, but I think that especially being on a small team, I mean, there were times where we'd probably have 30 guys that would dress out and, you know, 25 that would play. But <clears throat> I think those life lessons of football really helped too. And I think being at McClay where, you know, it's, you can't skip class, you know, it's not like you, there's no athlete privilege there. I mean, you have to be, the best student as well as being the best on the field too. Um, and I think that also correlates a lot to where I am now uh, at TCU, where it is a small school. Uh, it's very academically challenging. And I think that being in that same environment has really, it's a familiarity for me. So I think it's just easier to work with, but um, McClay really did a lot for me and not to mention just football, but also basketball. I mean, we weren't the the biggest or tallest, but um, we just played well together. And, you know, we went on to win a few district titles. Um, also with track, I mean, the, the size of the team isn't necessarily as big as the other schools, but we won districts for, I mean, it was over 30 years. Um, I think that those things, along with being challenged in the classroom, uh, really helped me to where I am today. Yeah, no question. And any athletic director that's listening right now, you know, they're going, you know, that's the kind of young man that we want in our program, you know, uh, uh, cares about the teams, cares about his teammates, you know, great stuff. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is John Sniffen. He's a uh, graduate assistant at TCU in Fort Worth, Texas. We're going to hear more about that experience, but let's go and take our first break. We'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thank you to our friends at Gipper for their support of the podcast. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class content for their school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Use our podcast code, ADPOD10, and you'll get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor scoring tables and video boards. One of the best purchases I ever made at McClay was a Sideline Interactive indoor score table. It's just fantastic. We use it 
not just for home games, but we'll use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and the customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their tables and their boards in action. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is John Sniffen. He's a graduate assistant in the athletic department at TCU. John, um, you shared uh, just a, a little bit about your McClay experience. I wish we could share more. Um, let's go and talk about TCU. How'd you end up there? And what were some of the things that you've been doing for the last four years as a student assistant? So it's kind of a, a funny story. I was going to Auburn as of April of my senior year of high school. Um, got in, um, was planning on doing that. And my mom was like, no, go visit your sister at TCU. Just see if you like it. Um, and I'd never gone alone, never visited school alone. And I absolutely fell in love with it. After the second day, I texted my mom and said, I'm going here. That's it. Um, so if it really wasn't for my sister, <laughs> then I probably wouldn't be at TCU. Um, but with my sister, uh, I got connected with uh, our chancellor at TCU, Victor Boschini, and uh, I started working with him my freshman year, my second semester freshman year as a student assistant, um, pretty much just doing office stuff, uh, you know, making copies, uh, doing little special projects, wrapping gifts. But I think the important part of that was the relationships I built within that office. Um, I built a very close relationship with our chancellor. Um, I have his phone number, we text all the time, and I, I don't think a lot of people have that. And I worked with him for about a year and a half, and I walked into his office one day, I was like, I think I, think I wanna work in sports. And um, he called up our athletic director's assistant and was like, can you please give him a job? And that's how I got connected there. Um, so I started working as a student assistant the August of 2020. So right, right during the COVID, right after really, but during the COVID season for all of our sports limited fans and everything. Um, and I start, I did that for two and a half years. So during, during working there, um, you know, I would actually write some drafts for the athletic department. Um, I'd my first year there, I helped rewrite our executive <clears throat> summary. And I think seeing the process itself really made me fall in love with the process and seeing everyone there. Um, but also one of the cooler things that I got to do as an undergrad was for our football games, when the visiting athletic director would come, I would host him. I was his personal assistant for the entire day, um, making sure he gets in and out of the stadium okay, anything he needs. And building those relationships, I think, has really paved the way. Um, just receiving letters from athletic directors from this past football season was really something cool. But I think being given the opportunity to have that was really great, especially as an undergrad. I don't think many undergrad students get to work that close within an athletic department. Um, but also I was working, I got to work very close with our athletic director, Jeremiah Donati and build a close relationship with him. And I think that is just another thing that um, I can't take for granted. 
but really just overall, I think working as a student was meeting everybody working and then seeing how they work, seeing how um, they handle themselves and obviously the success that it's brought recently for us. Yeah, again, the the GA, when you hear somebody say, uh, and I was a, a college GA for football too, um, it I think the image is, you know, it's you know, you're you're up, you know, 19 hours a day, you know, you you're getting all those uh, you know, let's say less than desirable jobs or duties. And that's certainly part of it. But also what you mentioned, you know, the connections that you make, you know, beginning to build that professional network and also seeing um just about everything that goes on within a team, within a department, you know, from that, you know, 10,000 foot view. What are some of the things that over the years, you know, you might not have been involved with directly, but you got a chance to see them play out from an organization or administrative level that, you know, at the time you think you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to file that one away so I can use it, you know, when I'm a an AD or or, or a chancellor. Uh, anything stick out for you? Um, I think just the organizational aspect, uh, especially of our athletic department, uh, the way we have our executive team set up. Um, I think that it's structured to a way where it's streamlined communication throughout the department, which I think is critical. Um, but also just having a variety of opinions around you, I think is crucial. Having as many people around you, but also people that are going to make you better. Um, and I think that I've seen that at TCU with really just how many great people work here, um, how many people that are truly dedicated to the student athlete and to the student athlete experience. And I think seeing that just from the, a leadership perspective um, really resonated with me. And I think that really kind of propelled the idea, the idea in my head that I wanted to be an athletic director because I wanted to run it and I've seen how it's run. So I think that having that idea in my head definitely um, made that more of a reality for me. That that's such a critical point. Um, the two schools that I was an AD at prior to McClay, uh, I was brought in in one case as the head football coach and the AD. But as an AD, I was brought in to kind of uh, get the program under control. I remember one of my heads of school said, uh, "Not at McClay at this previous job, you know, Jake, that athletic department, it's the Wild West." They need to know there's a new sheriff in town. And so my approach at those two schools was radically different than what I did at McClay. Now, having said that, um, my first couple of weeks at McClay, I knew about the school, of course, and its reputation and was meeting all the coaches and was very just impressed from day one. But one of my early meetings with all the coaches, head coaches, assistant coaches, there were about 80 people in the library that day. Uh, long story short, it was kind of it kind of dawned on me at that moment that I've got a lot of great people around me. They don't need saving or controlling. I need to get out of their way and figure out how we can help them. Uh, and uh, you know, some of those veteran coaches that you know, you know, a uh, Gary Droz and Andy Warner, you know, your basketball coach Gene Granger came on that year. You know, so did Lance. Uh, but so many great, great coaches that were there. Um, it was um, a realization of, hey, I didn't do it. I just fell into it. I'm surrounded by great people. And how can I help them get better? Now, uh, 
very cool observation from you at the start of your career. You know, don't forget that one. <laughs> Our no, guest today. I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. Our guest today is John Sniffen. He's a graduate of the McClay School, you know, the finest athletic academic school in the state of Florida and a recent graduate of uh, Texas Christian University. And he's uh, staying around for his graduate assistantship in the athletic department. We're going to hear more about that. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. That's the landing point for the Snap Mobile platform. They've got several different suites designed to help any athletic director do their job better. Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, and of course, Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. We've used it in our schools with great success, and you can too. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else offers that. Go to snapraise.com and check out the entire suite of platforms. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's going to provide your school with the tools that your coaches, your athletes need to play at the highest level. Go to huddle.com. See why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and find out how to turn your school into a Huddle school. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is John Sniffen. He's a former student of mine as an AD uh, at the McClay School in Tallahassee. Just graduated from TCU, and uh, in January, he started his next career as a uh, graduate assistant in the athletic department. John, um, I know you've been only been doing it for a few months, but what are some things that um, you know you you've already been involved with? You know, maybe uh, you know something that's really cool, maybe something that surprised you, and also share a little bit how you juggle the duties, which we already alluded to as a GA. Sometimes it can be that 19 hour day. How are you juggling that with your graduate uh, coursework, your graduate studies? Right. So uh, just being a GA for a few months, um, it's definitely been a big adjustment for me. Um, just, I think, working so much. But uh, really, I think what's been cool is um, being able to have the chance to actually contribute. And I think that's been very beneficial for me. Um, just this weekend, I've been writing all the press releases for our women's golf team, which has been really cool. Um, and I think kind of being part of that team, it, it's nice and it's easy to root for them because you're part of it and you're helping them as much as you can. Um, I also think that one of the cooler things I've been able to do uh, is do a lot of our live stats and um, portray that on our website to ESPN to a lot of different platforms, um, especially for um, men's tennis, women's tennis, and baseball. And I think just having that experience has been truly beneficial because I've never known um, much of a communications department in, in the athletic department. 
but it is grueling at times. It is a lot of work. Um, I don't, I think I've had one weekend off since January. So it's a lot of weekends, nights, um, but it's really about embracing the grind. And I think that's a, a, a huge part of it, but also a willingness to learn. And I think, especially if you want to um, be an extreme professional in this field, you, you need to learn as much as you can. And I think learning multiple departments is crucial. And thankfully I've been given the chance to do that as a GA. Um, I'm in communications this semester, but I'll rotate a different department each semester. And I think having all of that will be extremely beneficial, but especially in communications, it's essentially my major. It's what I studied in undergrad um, was ad PR. And it's a lot of copywriting, a lot of uh, media, a lot of social media. But I think having that appreciation for it and learning now will help me um, eventually, if I'm an athletic director, help me understand it, but also help me streamline it more and um, have more of an input. Um, but to go off your second question of how to manage it with school, it's 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 tough. Um, I think it's it's tough in the sense of you're almost working two jobs, right? Um, you have to be a pro in both. Um, and I think McClay helped me with that, but also TCU. Um, just how rigorous the the school is here, um, it, it is tough while working for an athletic department that is extremely successful right now. And with success comes um, nonstop work. And I think that's all a good thing because it's a credit to the people that we have here. It's a credit to all the work that these people have done um, to put TCU there. And I think working all of those long hours, it, it does pay off because you see the success. Um, often on the field, often on the court. And um, I think that TCU's just done such a great job with a lot of our graduate assistants, um, you know, giving them the chance to actually have an impact and actually contribute to where um, they feel like they're part of the show. Uh, yeah, there's no question that success that, you know, you know, we watch, you know, TCU go to a bowl game, have a great season, the basketball team does great. And, and as you mentioned, you know, all, all the teams are doing well. Uh, people just, uh, I, I think sometimes that are not involved in athletics, uh, haven't been involved in athletics. They just think that, uh, oh, you know, they just have really good players or something like that. They don't realize all the things that go into that. Same with academic success. You know, it just doesn't happen. Um, how many uh, GAs are in the athletic program right now? Um, just uh, ballpark, you know, I'm, obviously it's a major D1 program, but how many people like you are involved? Um, so it, it, there, there's multiple through each department, but I would probably say we have less than 15 altogether, maybe less than 10, um, excluding sports wise, just in administration more so, um, we have probably about 10, maybe less than 10, anywhere from eight to 10. And then, um, you know, each sport they have, um, usually four, um, to their own and, I think that having such a small unit is actually, it's challenging in a lot of ways because of the work um, and you have to be able to do multiple things because other people are busy. Um, but I think it's, it's kind of being on your own team. You know, you have that bond because you're all working these long hours together and you're all, you know, kind of form, formulating a small little family. And I think that's been one of the things that surprised me was, you know, how well, a group of 
you know, eight people can work together um, or even less. I mean, in communications alone, we, we only have two graduate assistants and um, to cover, you know, almost 14 sports. So I think that, that that's a little bit of a challenge is having small numbers, but um, I think on the flip side, having all the experience and, you know, being asked to work a lot is going to be more beneficial than anything. Yeah. I mean, sometimes less is more um, as you, and you, you shared, you've only been doing it now for a few months. So, uh, you know, you're still, you know, getting that perspective, but have you seen something um, within the department uh, that as you look at it, you would say, Hey, in a couple months or, or maybe next year, I don't know. I'd like to be in charge of that uh, either as a, a GA or, you know, maybe as a, a full-time employee of the department, you know, anything just go, wow, that looks really cool. And I'd love to do it. There there's really two things that I think that TCU has done well. Um, and the first one is it's called our investor society. It's, it's our new fundraising campaign and it's essentially a philanthropic um, gift that uh, anyone can give, but they can give to their direct sport. And I think that is a huge thing to, you know, be able to retain student athletes now, but also coaches. And, um, you know, when TCU actually, we just um, launched a whole project for expanding our weight room and um, practice facility nutrition area. And it's a credit to this investor society that um, our associate AD for major gifts, Ian Sadler came up with. And a lot of schools have actually followed his lead and made it because it's just an easier way of giving. And it's, it's allowing more people to feel compelled to give in a way where they feel like they can have a direct impact. And I think seeing that and seeing it grow has been um, night and day from where we were uh, before that. And I think it's really helped bring the image of TCU to full circle to, you know, alumni, but also to everyone else to feel compelled to give. Um, and that alone has really made me fall in love with fundraising. Uh, I feel like I'm a people person. That's what it kind of comes down to, but also being able to sell a product that you're confident in and you're comfortable with. And this new way has really allowed TCU to do that. But also the second thing that, I think TCU has done extremely well. Our athletic director, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Donati, teamed up with um, our now president of TCU, um, Daniel Poland, and they created an NIL program within our business school here at TCU, which I've also seen a lot of other schools follow. And I think that's critical to the success of the student athlete, especially in today's age of college athletics where you have NIL right in your face. It's ever-changing constantly, new guidelines every so month or every few months. And I think being able to prepare a student athlete beyond the field or beyond the court is something that is extremely critical to their success, but it, it they're more than just an athlete, right? Um, they're, they're at, you know, TCU, they're at a school like, you know, anywhere for a reason. And you know, especially the small percent that go on to make it to the next uh, stage in professional sports, it's extremely small. So how can we do our best to help them now create their brand and, you know, use their brand to the best, maximize it, but 
but also how to propel them into the business world following their playing days at TCU if they're um, if they're not fortunate enough to make it to the next level. We've set them up for the next 40 years to where they know how to manage their own brand. They know how to go and start a business and they can do that with full confidence without starting behind. And I think that's something that I've admired about TCU is really putting a lot into the student athlete experience, into the student experience. And um, they have classes actually in our nearly NIL program or even undergrads can take it, um, not just athletes. And I think with a subject such like NIL, um, it's important to educate your athletes, right? Especially in Texas where, you know, the, the state law doesn't permit the school to facilitate any NIL deals. Um, we have to do our best to educate our players, um, educate our student athletes. And that's something that I've just really admired, um, something I could see myself into. Yeah, uh, NIL, that's a whole different, uh, you know, episode to talk about. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's even reaching down in, into high schools, but uh, very cool stuff. Uh, John, we'll do this at the end of the program, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, maybe a, an aspiring AD like yourself, uh, wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Right, so um, I'll make sure that you have my LinkedIn and you can put that link in in the description of the video. Uh, that's probably the best way to reach me right now or um, honestly, email. Uh, email's really big for me. I, uh, I email a lot. So my email is just j.c.sniffen at tcu.edu. And um, I usually have a response time of less than 12 hours. So I'll get right back to you real quick. Okay. And again, we'll give that information out at the end of the show. And, and like John said, he is on LinkedIn. Uh, our guest is John Sniffen. We're going to take another break, but we'll be back with some more on the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support of the podcast. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and to colleges. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but things like school plays, school concerts, school dances, even graduation. And the best part, every step of the way, Hometown is going to assign you a dedicated client success manager that's going to provide hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com to get started. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that highlights your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's so much more than that. The Wall of Fame is an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories that are going to better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products. And when you're ready to purchase, use the link, wall, uh, excuse me, vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake, and you'll get 5% off. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake. Check them out today. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is John Sniffen. Former student of mine as an AD at the McClay School in Tallahassee, now a graduate assistant in the TCU Athletics Department. 
John, um, one of the things we always do on the podcast is we give our guests the opportunity to um, give a shout out to some of the mentors that they've had. Um, you know, you're at the start of your career, but I'm going to guess you've had some people that have helped you along the way. So uh, the expression I always use is I still hear those voices of my mentors in my head. So uh, do you have any voices that you hear? Uh, I actually have a few. Um, and I, I honestly don't think I would be here without them. Um, a lot of them <clears throat> really from TCU. Um, but um, my boss, my uh, my boss for almost three years now, uh, Monica Ray, she, she put me here. She has given me everything and more. Um, so I definitely want to thank her for that. But also our Chancellor, Victor Boschini. Um, my relationship with him is something I, I can't trade for the world. And I, I really appreciate him. And I, I think that a lot of my mentors now are um, a lot of the younger guys in our athletic department. Um, they, they do look out for me. Um, Ian Sadler, Cam Fenton, um, <laughs> Stephen Schoon, my boss now. But uh, one of the big mentors with me, he actually left TCU to uh, pursue uh, a different career, but it was Reggie Jennings. He he really taught me the the way to work as a professional, the way to carry yourself, um, the way to hold yourself, but also um, being accountable to yourself. And um, I think a lot of those traits that he instilled in me when I was a student uh, assistant, when he was a, a GA at TCU, has left me where I am today. And um, I also want to actually shout out Will Baggett. Will Baggett has been my guy for probably the better part of almost a year. Um, I met him at NACTA in Las Vegas last summer, um, the big conference. And um, he's a brand management speaker, but uh, like Reggie, just instill those professional values in me. And uh, I think that that's helped me get to where I am today. Uh, again, I always love to hear the the stories and the people that uh, that you recognize. Um, I know this is tough, but looking ahead, you know, let's say, you know, three years, five years, 10 years, uh, if you could write that script, okay, uh, what, do you, what would you like to do? Where do you think you're going to be in that, let's say, three to five, 10 year period? Um, ideally, I'm, I'm at TCU still. Uh, Fort Worth is home to me. And um, I think the people really have made TCU special. That's anyone who asked me why TCU, I'd say the people. Um, the people that we have from our leadership top to bottom has has definitely made me want to stay. And uh, just the way they treat everyone, um, it's been great so far. Um, ideally, I'd, I'd like to be in fundraising, I think. Um, I still don't know. I still, you know, at the very beginning of the process. So I'm excited to learn a lot of different departments. Um, I just feel like that's a, that might be a natural fit for me. Um, but if not TCU, be, be at a school where, you know, I feel like I can make an impact and I can definitely help any department, um, succeed. And I think, you know, having a lot of your core values aligned with the schools is important to me. Um, that's why I think TCU fits me so well, but working in fundraising, um, would be, would definitely be the goal. Um, you know, just as an, as a start starting role, but, um, yeah, that's that's the short term for me. I'll, I'll graduate next December, so um, I'll definitely be looking all around for jobs. And I think that you know, being able to do so many departments will 
will help me, you know, eventually get a job somewhere, somewhere good. Well, you're obviously doing a great job there at TCU. So um, uh, I say this very respectfully. They'd be nuts not to uh, create <laughs> something and uh, and keep you around. So uh, all the best with that. At the same time, you know, uh, please feel free to use uh, my name as a reference. Uh, you know, would give you a tremendous recommendation if if needed. Um, for our listeners, uh, our guest is John Sniffen. He's a uh, graduate assistant in the uh, TCU Athletic Department, Fort Worth, Fort Worth Texas. Uh, we're going to take another break, but we'll be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support of the podcast. Go to finalforms.com. They're going to help you prepare for the best season ever. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. They also have reminders for parents about policies, about physical deadlines, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like attendance and communication. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes, somebody who gets it. For more information, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake and get started with Final Forms. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Once again, we're visiting with John Sniffen, a former student of mine as an athletic director, now a graduate assistant at Texas Christian University in their athletic department. John, one of the questions that we've been asking almost since the podcast began has to do with this idea of toughness. A uh, hundred years ago, when I was in high school, uh, our coaches would say things like, you know, come on, guys, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And I think we kind of knew what they meant. And we went out and did it um, in the many years since I was in high school. Uh, we have found much better ways uh, to coach student athletes. Uh, but I still feel toughness is an important aspect of sports and of life. So here's my question for you. How can a coach, an AD, a leader, help a Generation Z kid to develop toughness while also being aware of the many challenges that they're going through these days that I never had to go through back in the 70s. Uh, do you have any advice for us? Yeah, uh, I, I, not to kind of keep relating it to TCU, but I will hear, um, and I think it's a great example, is our head strength and conditioning coach for football, Kaz Kazadi. Um, and I think especially, you know, playing high school football, um, happened to me too. Um, being, being a part of something bigger than yourself, um, being asked to, you know, lay it all on the line for the guy or girl next to you, um, you know, whether you're winning, whether you're losing, but, but doing your very best. And I think now it, it's hard with the, you know, social media and, um, a lot of just moving parts, but I think, you know, how, how can we relate to student athletes more? Because um, ultimately our, our goal is to serve them. So I think, you know, that's where relationships come in, you know, big time again. I think that's a huge part of athletics overall is just relationships. Um, but building those bonds with these players and, you know, having that trust, you know, between a player and a coach and, you know, believing in them, instilling belief and confidence in them to where they feel like they can go out and do anything on the field or court. Um, I think that's that's critical now um, is 
is also just something that I feel like a lot of this generation might, might be lacking um, is confidence too. you know, being able to believe that you can go out and go on the field and, and dominate, but also, you know, not just playing do- you know, like you're dominating, but believing in it. And I think that spirit um, has definitely been lost. I feel like in the last, you know, a couple of years, but really just instilling confidence. And um, I think, relating to students and having that trust and relationship really can uh it's just asking more of the player to be bigger than something than just him or herself yeah absolutely right uh you know back in my day you know i think we i liked my coaches you know some maybe i didn't like that much but we always respected them uh but nowadays that relationship aspect you know finding out you know you know what your students, uh, athletes, you know, want to do in the next phase of their career, what they, uh, you know, struggles that they might be going through, you know, that just didn't happen back in the day. And I, I think it's obviously much better now that, you know, coaches have that opportunity and student athletes have that opportunity to build those relationships with their coaches. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, this has been so cool, you know, checking back in with you. Uh, hadn't seen you for a while. Um, and again, it wouldn't be fair um, if I didn't mention, you know, uh, John's dad and your mom, too. You know, they were huge, huge supporters of our athletic department back in the day. Uh, next time you see your mom and dad, tell them, uh, you know, Coach Von Scheer said hello. Uh, really do uh, miss them. Uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Now, you're at the start of your uh, career uh, as an athletic administrator, but you've been around some pretty successful programs so far, both in high school and college. So we're going to take our final break, hear from Athletic Surveys, who sponsor this segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what John Sniffen is going to put into his new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. You know, athletic directors typically only hear back from that 2%, that disgruntled parent or, or maybe a frustrated student athlete, and we need to hear from them so we can affect positive change in our program. But athletic directors also need to hear back from the 98% of parents and student athletes that really love and support our program. And that's where Athletic Surveys comes in. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to show you how they can create a custom survey to allow you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Go to athleticsurveys.com and find out more. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting with John Sniffen. John was an outstanding student athlete at the McClay School where I was able to finish up my career as an athletic administrator. He's gone on to uh, graduate from TCU in Fort Worth, Texas, and now he's part of their athletic department as a graduate assistant. He's an aspiring AD. Uh, John, you certainly know your way around the world of athletics. Um, but right now I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director, which you're going to be probably in a couple of years. Uh, but I'm only going to let you put three things in that toolbox. What three items do you want to put into the new athletic director's toolbox? Um, I, th- I think to start, uh, it's something I've, I've taught, actually all three of these things are something I've, I've probably mentioned <clears throat> here today. 
Uh, number one's got to be structured leadership. Um, I think that's where it really kind of boils down to. Um, is your organizational or is your organization structured in a manner that's efficient, um, that's productive, and that uh, can be successful? Um, I think the second thing would be clear communication within the athletic department. Um, I, I personally believe that the best athletic departments, whether it's high school, college, um, there's clear communication within the department, but also um, outside of the department too, whether it's fans, parents, uh, recruits, uh, media. I think that is critical. Um, and I think TCU's done a great job of that, um, along with you know all the success that success that we had being on the national stage. And the third thing, it's it's something I truly can't harp on uh, enough. And I think it's the reason why I'm here is relationships. Um, I think it's the business of relationships, honestly. And, you know, having built relationships with people that live, you know, across the country, you know, if I'm looking for a job in a few years or if I want to build a team up, you know, I, I have people that I can call and say, hey, you know, would this work? And I think that's really what it comes down to in athletics. Do you have, you know, solid relationships with, you know, your student athletes within your department, within your fans? Um, and I think that is just one of the, or the three things that um, should be crucial to an athletic director. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, hopefully this won't surprise you. Those are um, uh, uh, tools, if you will, that are mentioned quite frequently by athletic administrators across the country and around the world as being in the, our top 10 of those most valuable tools that any athletic director can have, let alone a new one. So uh, you're off to a great start and uh, appreciate you sharing that wisdom with us today on the podcast. John, again, this has just been so cool catching up with you. Um, one more time, if our listeners uh, want to reach out, pick your brain a little bit more, find out how you do things at TCU. Obviously, you know, you right there, you've got your hand on their pulse. What's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Uh, I'd probably say LinkedIn. Just shoot me a little message. Shoot me a uh, name, um, where you kind of are, whether you're in high school, you're looking um, at schools, or if you're an undergrad and you kind of want an opinion on being what being a GA looks like. Um, I'm more than happy to you know set up a phone call, Zoom, uh, through LinkedIn. Um, but if you don't have LinkedIn or, you know, don't really use it you can also shoot me an email um at j.c.sniffen at tcu.edu and um, i'll promise to get back to you as soon as i can it's usually within a 12-hour period so those are probably the best ways uh to contact me and we can definitely set something up and talk all right well again john thanks again for sharing all the best uh with your tcu career and the tcu sports and uh um, you know, let us know if we can do anything down the road. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. For our listeners, uh, we do this just about every day and we upload the Zoom videos to the, our YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Uh, come back next time for another interview on the Educational AD Podcast. Always great to uh, connect, uh, reconnect with uh, one of your former students. Uh, that was great fun. Once again, before we go, we want to give a shout out to our partners. Uh, our sponsors and we want to give a shout out to you the listener thanks for uh, listening and supporting us uh, we do appreciate it we'll see you next time on the educational ad podcast